Hello and welcome, welcome to, to The, the Smut, Smut Show, Show, a weekly podcast from your new internet book besties. We discuss all things spicy books and mix in a little bit of motherhood, life, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, grab a beverage, and let's chat. Hello and welcome to The Smut Show. I'm Neely. And I'm Rachel, and we have a very special guest tonight. We have Maggie Rodden, uh, who is a sports romance author living in the Midwest. She writes athletes with the kind of filthy mouths that will make you blush, which is a uh, can attest, and swoon, and the smart, independent women that make them fall first. She has a weakness for writing frenemies whose fighting feels more like flirting and found families. She loves real sports as much as the fictional kind and spends football season writing in front of the TV with her, TV with her pups at her side. When she's not on editorial deadline, you can find her binging epic historical dramas or fantasy series in between weekend hikes and museum trips. Uh, Maggie, we are so happy to have you here, and we're so excited to chat with you. Thank you for having me. I'm so super excited. I can't wait to hear about... Okay, so Neely is not a fantasy girly, um, but... I am. So I can't wait to talk more about that here in a bit. It's going to be great. Um, all right. So before we get into all that, though, uh, should we yeah. do some one in five stars? We should do some one in five stars. And Neely, I'm going to let you start because you have a great okay, one. So I have two five star moments. So the first is we had my daughter's birthday party this past weekend. Um, she actually turns four on Thanksgiving. So uh, we did her birthday party this past weekend, and it was unicorn mermaid rainbow themed, uh, as a one four-year-old would have it be. And Ariel of came, course. and I was telling Rachel and Maggie before recording that uh, two. This leads me into my next five-star moment about Taylor Swift. We'll get there, but uh, <laughs> two people gave Charlotte the Taylor Swift Little Golden Book, and Ariel read that to the kids, which was amazing and hysterical. And, um, yeah, it was a really good birthday. She got lots of good presents. Um, most of it was art stuff. She's very into art. So then Sunday, we mostly just, uh, I watched her color. We colored together for a while while we listened to Taylor Swift. Um, because I <laughs> just, uh, live in a, it's Taylor Swift's world guys. And we're just living yeah. in it really. Yeah. Um, honestly, I spent most of Saturday night all day Sunday and most of my free time in between then and now watching any TikTok clip having to be related with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I've watched them kiss from 700 angles. Uh, I have watched uh, him and her and the dancers and the public and the world react to uh, a guy on the Chiefs coming home to me. Um, I will admit at first, like I kind of thought maybe they were like, it was just like not really a thing. But watching her run into his arms and kiss him, I was like, oh, shit, no, that girl's in love. Like, that she was is straight up in love with that man. Sweetest. It was she just in like love with that man. Pure. It was so pure. And I can't not think about Tessa Bailey's TikTok where she talks about how, like, Taylor Swift is, like, finally getting boned by, like, a real guy. Like, she's getting, like, some real... It's not this, like, these dick. little skinny ass it's, guys. Yeah. It's not these little pixie dudes. He's uh, yeah. like, oh my God, I'm so exciting because I'm sensitive and arty. He's like, hell no. Mm-hmm. Like, I like throw 300 pound men to the ground and 
she's like a little waif. He's probably like could pick her up with like a finger. Which like so relevant with Maggie on the podcast tonight. Yes. So relevant, Maggie. (laughs) Like Maggie, you're a football fan. What is your, how are you, how, first of all, who is your How are you feeling? (laughs) How are you feeling? First of all, who's, who is your NFL team? First and foremost. The Bengals. Okay. I was like, is it the Chiefs? No, the Bengals. So, um. We have a pretty big beef with the Chiefs. However, I do like the oh. Chiefs. Like Mahomes and Kelsey, I went to go see the Bengals game when they played the Chiefs last year because I wanted to see them play because they're just so good. So, so I do. I, I do live like in Dallas, them. and I am a big Cowboys fan. Like we are a big Cowboys yeah. family, and the Cowboys and Bengals don't really have a beef. Like they're just kind of like in their own world. Like, yeah, yeah. They play each other. Time. It's yeah. fine, but like yeah. you know, it's not like the Eagles where we just. Um, yeah, and I'm not a Mahomes fan just because. I don't know. I find his wife annoying. Um, but did you see <laughs> Rachel's friends see, with Taylor Swift? So <laughs> did you see the TikTok or the the reel I posted about like Mah- Brittany Mahomes like internal monologue when she's trying no. to get ready to go to hang out with Taylor Swift? I'm like, I'll send <laughs> no. it to y'all after. I was okay. Crying. Um, oh my gosh. When she's like, Taylor, should we tell the boys to shake it off if they lose? She's like, that's stupid, Brittany. That's stupid. Like, Brittany, Brittany that. get it together. I mean, you think <laughs> like, about it like. Much. Like honestly, okay. Which is so exactly Taylor, what I would be like if I was going to exactly. hang out with Taylor Swift. Yes, I'm like okay. So Taylor Swift, like, sure, she came from humble beginnings. Like she too was a normal girl. But like, if you think about it, like Britney is famous by proxy because of her husband, and like, I'm sure she does great things too. I don't know. I know nothing about these people, but uh, she's like, he, I know um, Patrick. They're from the Texas. He went to tech. oh, okay. He see, was the I don't quarterback even... at Tech. Uh, when recently like how long has he been on the chiefs however many years ago it was that he was in college he looks 12 so i don't know well i'm like i feel like we're like maybe around the same age and like i don't remember this but whatever maybe you are around the same age we are we are almost 40 andy dalton used to play for the Bengals. Right. Okay. So he went, I went to TCU. I was there at the same time he was. I have like a really big thing for redheads. And I think he so, played for the Cowboys for like three games at one point. I think oh, like Dak got hurt. And I think he came. I, I, maybe. I don't know. I always, I used to call him my the other redhead in my life because my husband's redheaded. And so I used to be like, he's my other redhead. I don't know what he's doing with his life now. Does he still play football? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. He was playing for the Saints for a while. He's had, let's he's had a fun time of let's it. See, yeah, Andy Dalton, yeah. let's see what you're doing. Um, I don't know. But uh, he yes, is, his current team is the Panthers, allegedly, according to. Allegedly. <laughs> okay. Well, he's 36. Anyway. Yeah, he stayed a little bit longer at TCU. <laughs> okay. And we just overlapped my freshman year and his extra senior year. Who knows? Uh, Patrick Mahomes is 28 years old. Okay, so I'm I just, he was there after. So me. he's a child. He's a child. Yeah, yeah. Patrick anyway, Mahomes is eight, all eight, that eight. to say, Travis and Taylor, trailer, we're here for it. We're here for it. All right, do as everybody do knows your, who uh, Oh, my one star uh Yeah. My one star takes a deep it takes a hard hard left. Okay, um, it takes a hard left this. and tell tell us about this but then you also have another one star. Don't you? Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Do I? Um, Keep so going. this morning, I was driving my six-year-old to school, and he's in first grade. 
And I was talking to him and I was like, like, Liam, what do you do? What'd you do on the playground yesterday? And he's like, well, the cool boys play football. And I was like, oh, oh no, no. you're too young yeah. for this cool. First of all, like, what is cool? I was like, Liam, what is cool? Like, what is cool to you? And he's like, I, I don't know. It's just like the boys who play football. And I was like, why? I was like, first of all, none of y'all are really playing football. Like you're six. Yeah. Um, <laughs> second of all, I was like, there's a lot of, I was like, like I, I was so like flustered at first because I'm like, yeah. you're so young. Um, and then I was like, do you ever play with him? And he's like, well, like they, they tell me no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I'm just like trying to not lose my mind in my car. Cause like, I'm very sensitive. He is my sensitive oldest child. Um, he's the one I worry about just because like, he is not super sporty. Like all of his friends are like very like sporty kids. And I know they're little. So like in five years, a lot of that will like have figured itself out because like sure. you can be sporty at six, but like at 11, you're probably not. Um, and I, like thinking back to high school, like a lot of the guys that I would consider quote unquote cool did not play sports. So like, sure. I think it's such like such a state of mind. I just hate that that state of mind starts so little where you like associate yeah. quote unquote being cool with something like playing football or like being this type of person. And I'm like, we have, I was telling my husband, cause like my husband just is like, whatever. And I was like, he's like, I didn't play sports. And I'm like, and look how that turned You're out. You're like, and we no, know, we know. I was like, we know, <laughs> we're away. We know that you were, we know you were just real good at math. No, I'm kidding. I mean, listen, he's doing fine. He married me. We have a great life. He good. It's great. But, um. You know, I just like you think about your kids and you're like, I just don't want anything to be hard for them. Right. Like, I don't want it to be hard to like find friends or just and like, yeah. my daughter, I worry about her being the mean girl. I love her. She's wonderful, but she is so sassy and like gives zero fucks. And like, yeah. if somebody told her not to play with them, it wouldn't surprise me if she said, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't yeah. think she would. She's four. But like, still, uh, she might. She hears yeah, me say it yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just, it made, put me in a funk this morning. I've been like in a funk about it all day. He's fine. Yeah. My husband, y'all, bless my husband. We live like a block from their school. And Andrew at like 1045 was like, hey, I'll oh be my right gosh. back. Neely I was like, where are you going? I was like, where are you going? He's like, I'll, I'll be back. He went and parked by the playground so he could see one who is being mean to our child at recess. And just what Liam's doing. And he was sending me pictures and updates. And like at one point, Liam's just like laying on the ground, rolling around. Oh my Another gosh. Also, anybody around, listening like, to this podcast, we don't recommend doing this. Okay, y'all, he was in his car. He was across the street. He wasn't being creepy. He was literally worried about our child. Okay. Like when I used to be in the classroom teacher, I remember there would be people that would stop and I'd be like, who is this person? Like, we just need to be on high But alert. we live in a neighborhood. So, like, people, we know people who, like, live across the street from the school. So, like, it's not... Okay. Right. Like, he could literally... Like, if we lived across the street from the school, I would, you better believe I would sit my ass out there and be watching recess. Like... Oh, for sure. What are you doing? I just um, be reading my book. honestly, he had a great day at school. Um, he Oh, and he plays with his, like, three little best girlfriends at recess every day. And they, like, to play with him because he's sweet. Well, and they care, like, we care so much more about these things than they do is, like, Mm -hmm. something we have to remember, you know, is, like, obviously it's good to, like, have these conversations with them and, like, you know, you have tough conversations with your kids and all that. I'm telling you, this is my childhood trauma coming out. This is, like, my trauma of, like, feeling, like, not cool and, like, not accepted and 
They're yes, so much anyway. more resilient than we think they are. That's my one-star okay. moment. Well, I was going to say your uh, you spider bite. Did you already talk about that on the podcast? Oh my God, I haven't. Okay, really quick. I got a, yeah. a black, I got um, bit by a brown recluse spider last week. Yeah, uh, it was weird. So like, um, it was at Charlotte's soccer practice and I felt something bite me and assumed it was a mosquito because it was like randomly 87 <sighs> degrees outside. And I was like, oh, like it's probably a mosquito. And like later that night, I was like, Andrew, this like really stings. And we have this little like thing for bug bites. And I was like, can you put that thing on? And it like did, usually it like immediately takes the itch away and it didn't. And the next day I was like, this like really hurts. And I, it was like so painful. And I finally, after not sleeping one night, went to urgent care and they were like, yeah, um, you got bit. And it looks like probably by a brown spider. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine now, guys. I got medicine. We're all good. Um, I just made the mistake of Googling. It's fine. It's not pretty. It's, it's not pretty. It's not. It okay. was not. Um, and it was on my back at like a really odd position. Um, but we're fine. Yeah. The spider I was got probably like a in pan- my shirt. I got like a panty picture of Neely. So that was fun. I did. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was not like what you, it sounds like. It was not. I was like, oh, those are cute. <laughs> Aren't they? They're from the Gap. They were very cute. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So my five-star moment, I've got two. So this is airing um, on the 21st of November. Is that correct? I think that's correct. Um, Yeah, happy birthday. If so, my birthday was yesterday. And go me. So that's my five-star moment is that it's almost my birthday. And we keep keep telling the girl – I've been telling the girls since November 1st, like, it's almost mommy's birthday. And Brian's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yeah, it's my birthday month. That's how this goes. So – uh happy birthday to me uh as of yesterday um scorpio season is now come to an end today and it's fine it is what it is okay um and then my second five-star moment is we finally normally brian's like a very strict uh no christmas decor after until after thanksgiving um but we wore him down. down Yeah. Yes, I think the the having two daughters is like really working to my advantage lately and I'm really here for it. So he's like I can say something and he's like yeah, whatever, like we've been together a million years. You don't have as much sway over me anymore. The girls say something to him and he's like let's take the Christmas stuff out. And so it's been really great to like get them on my side and then we decorated for Christmas. Um, so that was my five-star moment. And I just love – this is my favorite time of year because I can turn all the lights off and I can sit and read my Kindle by the it's tree. The and, like, it's so it's nice. So it's just – you know, I'm happy that it's that it's that time. Um, my one-star is i just been, like, in my feels lately. I don't know if I'm about to start my period or, like, what's about to happen, but I feel like been, I've been, like, getting teary-eyed. And I don't – that doesn't happen to me. So – um, that's my five, my, not my five star, my one star. And I also have, and um, I was telling Neely before, and you can't really see it on the video because like praise for video zoom or whatever this is. Um, but I have a giant zit coming in and I'm trying so hard not to touch it, but it's really hard. Oh, don't touch it. Don't touch it. I know. It. Never I'm touch trying it. really hard. Never okay. touch it. Put a bandaid on that shit before you touch it. Okay. We'll see. All right, Maggie. That was very. That was like twenty five minutes of one and five star. Sorry. Maggie, what's Sorry. your one? What's your one and five star? Oh gosh, um, five star. 
I'm releasing a book this week, but I ha- that hasn't happened yet. But um, I got my dogs the the uh, Thanksgiving bark box with like the Grinch costume and everything in it, cute. and they're cute little. My dogs are cute little pound puppies, so anytime I can like dress them up or give them funny things, they don't they they wear it for like two minutes and then they're done. But for those two yeah, minutes, it's, it's a five star moment. Mm-hmm. I love dogs um, in clothes. I know. Yeah. My it's one so star cute. moment actually just happened um, before we got on here because I did not click the KU button uh, for my book that's coming out tomorrow. So I had a little panic moment when people on the other side of the world were like, why is this not in KU? And I was like, what do you mean it's not in KU? So I about had a heart attack, but we fixed it. It's good. So Okay, good. I was like, that's going to make me really sad when I go tomorrow and it's not there, but now we're good. So we're all good. Crisis yeah. averted. Yeah. We're going to talk, we're going to talk more about that later. So if you're like, what is, what is this new book that Maggie has out? We're going to talk about it. Um, so which leads us right into Neely. What's a recent read that you've read and loved? Uh, I Rachel sent me a DM the other day that Jessica Joyce had a novella out, and I stopped what I was doing at that moment, <laughs> went and got it, uh, and read it in one day. It's called A Risk Worth Taking, and it was perfect as uh, every word she writes is. And um, yeah, I will probably read it again because does it have happens. good? Uh, obviously, it's like a holiday novella. It's got good holiday vibes. Good holiday vibes. Um, okay. It's just so good. I just I just love her so much. <laughs> I know. She's so great. Um, okay. Fine. My recent read I've, lo- I've loved. Um, I just finished a fanfic. Um, so I read a lot of Germany fanfic. And what – I haven't read a lot this year because we've been like crazy with the podcast and stuff. And, um, and that's been fine. It's been good. But I feel like I've noticed so many people – I don't know if either of y'all have noticed this, but I keep seeing people that are like, I'm in my Germany era. And I'm like – no, well, because we have I've different got, feeds of life, and I never ever see anything like that. So, I mean, no. like I saw it was Candy Steiner posted it the other day. Somebody else posted it. Um, we talked with BK Borison about it, and I was like, I've got recommendations. Let me tell you what they are. So I just finished one. It's called Hot for Teacher. Um, it's not the best Germany I've ever read, but I liked it. It was good. Um, it was like a Hermione was. Draco's son's teacher um back at Hogwarts and so it was kind of a fun take on it uh Neely's like I would never but if you know you know you guys um it was good I liked it I just I love the fanfic because uh it, it takes a world you're already like you already know these characters right you're already like comfortable with these characters and so then you can kind of just like go crazy with it and I feel like that's what you see a lot of fanfic do is like they don't have to do a ton of character development because the characters have already been developed and you already know um and so you can just like have these insane and I really never understood how long like some of these books are like 200 300 400,000 words and that is insanity and you never really think about it and like you don't think about it until you start to realize like how long the normal books you read are and they're like maybe 100k and uh it's just and they'll hold your attention so anyway that was my fanfic soapbox everybody take a drink i don't have a drink tonight just water so well take it all right um and then i finished pick six like two hours ago but we're gonna talk about that later too so all right, Maggie, what's a recent read you've loved? 
Um, the last full book, it's been, it's been a long, it's been a minute. I've been under like That's behind fair. on editorial deadline. Um, so the last full book I read was Give Me More by Sarah Kate, which I really love that one. Um, and then I've been reading, I'm not done with it yet, but I've been reading Heartbreaker by Eva Simmons. And I, I know Eva, yeah, she's yeah. wonderful, but if you like rockstar romance, she's an excellent writer. Ooh, so I haven't finished it yet, okay. but I'm pretty, I haven't it's going got... to be a five star. Yeah. I haven't like, I gotten can tell. into the rockstar romance world, but I feel like I should. I feel like I'd be into I've that. I've done a couple. Yeah. I feel like I'd be into it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of I like just I read, um, would be into cowboy romances until I was. Yeah. Yeah. If you like sports romance, I feel like Rockstar, like, it's still got that, like, found family vibe, and you kind of can, like, go through the group, and they're still famous, so some of the same, you know, issues and things still come up in those, and I love them. Yeah. Probably my favorite. I feel like I'll start. Maybe I'll, maybe after I get through (laughs) the holiday reads. Yes. I just read uh, a Rockstar romance recently. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast yet. It's called The Spotlight um, by Anne. Oh, my gosh. What's her last name? I don't remember what it is. Um, uh, Anne Einerson. Um, But it was really good. And it was, like, one of the first, like, true Rockstar romances that I feel like I've read. Um, and then she just she's coming out with a holiday novella too. So I was like, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there for it. I'm gonna jump right in. Um, okay. Ready to jump into the interview? Yes. Here we go. All right, Maggie, tell us about yourself, where you're from. We call this our like villain origin story section of the podcast. Okay. Um, I am from Ohio, which hence the Bengals fan thing. I'm not an Ohio State fan though. Um, we can talk about that if you want, or we can just like skip over that because that's a sensitive issue for a lot of Ohio I, people. I'm not a, I'm not an Ohio State fan either. Yeah, I was gonna same. say if you don't live in Ohio, I'm you don't like them. I feel like. no, I get so annoyed. Um, okay, so I do. I'm not a big NFL person, but I am a big college football person. Um, and I don't like Ohio State. Yeah, I just don't like the same. Okay. The same like, four teams are always in the top, and it's just Drives annoying. Me nuts. I'm it's like, like, just like I don't like Alabama, I don't like Ohio State. I'm so sorry, Georgia. but not really. Yeah, same vibe. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, give me like a yeah. random underdog school. Give me a Disney movie, okay? I want yeah. a random underdog school to like go to the national championship with like the down on his luck coach. I need. That's what I want. So yeah, all right. That was TCU yeah. last year, and we failed. Just... But whatever. Yeah, you guys, you guys went quite a ways there. Um, yeah, I'm not as big yeah. into college as pro, but um, I do okay. try to follow it because my Huskies, yeah. my Huskies are doing well this year. Um, but yeah, no, Ohio State, I don't know. I'm just obstinate, I guess. Like everyone here loves them. It's like a cult almost, and I refuse to be part of it. So fair. That is what so it is. fair. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm from Ohio, um, but I moved all over and uh, grew up here. And I came back here like a couple years ago again. And that's when I started um, writing again because like I wrote as a kid and stuff um, but then I, there was like a really long break um, and then when I came back here I was like okay I'm gonna give a try at writing but um, but I grew up here I lived in Denver I lived in Seattle moved around a lot um, I used to work in museums so you kind of in that industry you have to go wherever the jobs are like you don't really get to choose where you live if you want to work because yep. there's so few jobs mm-hmm. um, and then yeah came back and I've been back here for a while 
I didn't know this about you, and you uh, include that in your writing. So obviously that was intentional, something that you're yes. familiar with, right? Yeah. Yes. That's why I started. I was like, all right, I'm going to write things that I know something about. Eventually I will branch out further and do like research <laughs> and things, but at least if I know a little bit about their like lives, because obviously yeah. I'm not an NFL player. So got to do well, some research on that, but <laughs> Uh, you're not I'm shocked okay shocking I know I cannot believe it okay obviously you're a big NFL fan though so is that kind of what led you into like when you're like okay I'm gonna pick up writing again uh you were like okay sports romance is the way to go yes so yeah so um I wrote like I wrote a lot as a kid we had I don't know it was a really big deal here in they had power the pen I don't do and does anyone else have this did you have power the pen growing up it's competitive no. creative writing. <laughs> like I no, played sports, no. but I also did. Yeah, it was fun. It was like seventh, eighth graders. I did that. Um, and Sounds I really delightfully liked that. nerdy. Like, yes, it was so nerdy, but I loved yeah, it. I love it. And I always had teachers that were really supportive of it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, then when I decided I wanted to write again, um, I actually really lean towards like I said, I like rock star romance. I like like darker type romance things like that and then because I'm such a history nerd I really wanted to write historical romance and I was like okay that's not happening because if I write a historical romance I will spend all of my time trying to make sure that the exact ruffle was born mm. in that era in that place yeah the book will never get written like we'll be lost in yeah the so much research uh, <laughs> yeah so I was like what else okay I like football that would be fun to write so and then I just started writing football romance so it's fun you, to read too. Yeah, were you a big reader of sports romances? Like, I wasn't. Um, I've I've read some. Um, like I've read Al Kennedy's. What's the one that starts with the deal? Is it Off Campus? Am I? Yeah. Yes. I yeah, actually just campus. read The Gram Effect. The mm-hmm. that one. Her new one. I'm, yeah, like second I'm gen. To read that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while yeah. since I read Off Campus, but those, like, when those first came out, I remember I just loved those. And I read, she does not write sports romance anymore, I think, but Penny Reed had, like, a um, rugby romance. The, really? Uh, yeah. I need to get she wrote it with somebody else. Romance. Okay. It was good. I liked it. I think I'm, it was a rugby, I'm pretty sure it was a rugby romance. Um, And I liked that I'll one, and there was the some rugby. like that. Yeah. Um, so I did read some, but like not not a lot. Like I'm so far behind. I have a whole like people recommend books to me all the time, and I'm like, okay, I'm buying them, and I have like a whole shelf of like one day I'm just gonna take a reading vacation. And I'm gonna read all these books, and it's gonna be amazing. The so, dream, yeah. The dream, yeah, seriously, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Play Fake was your first book. Uh, what was the publishing process like with that book? Like just getting a book out in the world. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I shouldn't say that. I had a little bit of an idea. I had taken like a writing like boot camp. So I had, I knew a little bit, but like I had no social media presence. Um, Like I had, I had not like, I was a blogger like previously, but I wasn't a book blogger. So mm-hmm. I just really didn't know what all of that was like, like TikTok, Instagram, all of that was like new to me. Um, And then I found an editor like pretty easily and that went well. Um, I had a cover designer and she had like a family emergency at the last second. So then I didn't have a cover designer. 
Oh my gosh. I was designing, designing my own cover. Um, and yeah, I just, and like, I just didn't know what I was doing at all. Um, but it turned out okay. I think like have an editor (laughs) and stuff that could be there kind of like hold my hand. Um, and then there was another author who kind of sat with me and I could like ask her questions and stuff. And, um, she was kind of like, she'd been published, I think for a couple years at the time. So she like knew enough to like give me all the information, but she was still like close enough to what it was like to publish for the first time that her, her like advice and stuff was super helpful. So I, I, I did feel okay. like we hear that. Yeah, you, you did. Okay. You did great. Um, I feel like we hear that a lot where just like you, you have people that come before you and are there to kind of walk you through these things. And just, it's awesome that that's what the book community is like. Yes. Yes. It so was, what it made was just you, so nice. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I should say, what made you decide to keep some of the same characters when you moved from Plays and Penalties to Seattle Phantom series? So in the Plays and Penalties series, I feel like anybody who reads it probably knows this. Like, Ben's my favorite character in that. Um, And Ben and Violet were the last book in that series. And I just love them so much. Like, I couldn't deal with the idea of, like, being done with them. So yeah. I was like, okay, what if they're like the anchor couple in the next book? Like they're the couple that's like yeah. married, everyone goes to their house kind of thing. And that's how I ended up keeping them I around. I just that. couldn't give them up. Which is funny because I so I started with pick six and so I, I'm like, oh, I need to go back now because I'm like reading it and I was like, okay, I feel like I feel like I'm missing something like I'm missing their story what's going on so then I started going and like was researching like oh like what came before this and all that and I I love that you took them and because they really did feel like and I love that you described them as the anchor character that a characters that's what they felt like they felt like the people that you go to but then you could also tell like they've got a history and they're all wise now and old yep. and helping everybody you know so it was really yeah. fun to read that how do you yes. feel like um I know you said like you really didn't know a lot about TikTok and and all of that but how do you feel like just having a presence on TikTok and Instagram and just like your books having a presence on TikTok and Instagram have helped you in like publishing and getting the word of mouth out there um so I would say TikTok, not at all. I've, I still don't have the hang of TikTok. Um, and I don't like I get people all the time that will like read my books or be like, well, I've never heard of her before. Like, that's what I hear the most from like people on TikTok is like they've never heard of me, which makes sense. Like, I'm not on there much. Um, and Instagram more like I'm starting to get the hang of Instagram. Um, and I'm starting to like, you know, meet a lot of other people there and more conversations and I I do get like other authors that are like oh I see your book like everywhere on Instagram so I feel like Instagram um, that's like my home I'm like comfortable there TikTok I'm still we're still figuring things out yeah I Same. found pick six on TikTok like it was really? um, like I feel like it was like an aesthetic video just like so pre pre Taylor and Travis, my feed was yeah. books. Um, now it is. Uh, I'll tell you the two things in my feed. It is the Taylor and Travis videos, and I don't know if either of y'all have been fed this, but it was the. Um, if you want to hear something crazy, I've never liked store bought pesto. The Susie stitches. Have y'all seen those? Oh my gosh! Yes. What it is, is that? I, 
And you I, better I believe down a rabbit hole on those. Okay, so here's the thing, just really quick on those. Anytime one pops up, I'm like, I have to hear the story. Like I will literally sit there and I'm like, mm-hmm, tell me the whole tell me Yes. Tell me the story, strange, random person on the internet. And finally the other <laughs> day, the one that popped so into my funny. feed. I feel like someone's gonna listen to this a year from now and be like, What? Yeah. Because it'll just be like that that weird like couple weeks on TikTok where that was in everyone's feed and someone's gonna be like what the hell is she talking about um just go back to November 2023 if you're listening to this in the future and just like (laughs) place yourself on TikTok when Susie was all about the pesto okay but Susie popped into my feed and she stitched herself she like told a story and she stitched herself like yeah (laughs) she did she like go to when you were done with this Find a Susie stitch. I'm sure if you your phone's been listening to this, so I'm sure one will just be waiting for you there. And click Susie's profile and go to one of her most recent videos, and she stitches herself. And I was like, "What is happening in my world?" Um, but much like the Susie stitches, pick six showed up in my feed, and I read it <laughs> to round it back out. To round That's it back there, pick six. That's how I, I think- found pick six. I think I found it because we had um, Mackenzie from Reading with Kins on the podcast. Yeah, a while she ago. loves you. Do you? Yeah, yeah, she yes. does. I love yes. her. Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. I know. She- She's so great. So I'm pretty sure she was like, "You have to read this." And when she says it, you're like, "Okay, okay, I will." Okay. So. You tell yeah. me. Yes. I just will never yeah. forget when we recorded with her, and I was about to finish a book, and I can't remember the book now, but I. But like I didn't want to know the ending, and you were and y- y'all made me get off the podcast so that she could tell you what it was, and then I stayed. Up oh, you know what it was? It was uh the hearts we break, or yes, it was. Yeah, it was the yes, it was. Yes, it yeah. was. It was yeah. that. It was Why do I remember that? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway, oh, we talked a little bit about this, but we're gonna talk more about it now um what's been your experience with the sports romance author community or really just like the indie author community in general yeah um so I don't actually like I don't know a ton of sports romance authors it's just kind of how it's been like I've only been writing and like I said I wasn't that involved in like writing or book community before I started writing so I've only met a few of them um but the author community I mean they're amazing um, the boot camp that I was talking about before was Alessandra Torres boot camp. Um, and she was just like so generous with information and like was always there. Any question you had, she was lovely. Um, you know, Melly Harlow is another one. She just like is so generous mm-hmm. with information and so kind to everyone. Um, just, yeah, it's just everyone's, I don't know. I saw something the other day they were talking about like girls, girls. And I just feel like all the authors in this community are like that. Like they're just always willing to like be there for you and cheer you on and like be super helpful. So it's been great. I, yes, I feel like I've heard the same thing and it truly is. I love the phrase girls, girls. Cause I feel like that's what it is. Is like you just see, mm-hmm. and you see that so much on like bookstagram in general. Um, I don't know. I've, I struggle with TikTok too. So I'm like, maybe that happens on TikTok. I don't know. Um, no. But I feel like you see that a lot on bookstagram of people that are just like girls, girls. They're just like, there for you and they want you to succeed and there's no like gatekeeping it's It's just like it's like you'll see kind of those little like sweet not not memes but it's like the little like kind of word box advice things I don't know what you call them they pop up I put repost them all the time but it's like Like always like be the girl like yeah like but it's not um like cheering for other girls it's like the cheering people on like you want yeah 
it's like the friends you have that are like genuinely happy for you when something happens to you and not just like yeah great like, great for you, you know what I mean like yeah you need people that are like genuinely happy for you mm-hmm. and that are in your are corner girls, girls. yeah those yeah are, I don't cause ever cause... never if you're listening to this podcast never trust a girl who says I don't really have a lot of girlfriends yeah you know what I mean? Like, you know yeah. what? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, the girls were like, yeah. oh, no, girls just never like me. Don't trust that girl. <laughs> and you're like, like, oh. <laughs> if you say girls never really like me, like. Okay, but you. I do feel like, okay, I'm here. Here's the deal is I agree with that. But then also, like, I also don't have a ton of friends. Like, I feel like I'm a very, like, you specific brand. I do. I have girlfriends that are, like, great girlfriends. Um. But I also, like, I also know that I'm just a lot and, like, not everybody's going to want to be my friend. And that's fine. I'm, I've accepted that listen. as an adult. Listen. Listen. Yes, tell me. It's okay to be cilantro. Not everyone's going to like you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I stole right. it. It's not mine. <laughs> I took it from someone. It's one of your little boxes from Instagram. <laughs> Um, but it's like my favorite thing to say because it's okay. Like, not everyone likes cilantro. No. Not everyone's gonna like you. Not everyone yeah. likes me. My- and people who say they're a lot, you know what? You're enough. You're just you're plenty. Yeah. If people yeah. think you're a lot, they're not enough. Yeah. There no, you go. I'm my favorite like food one is the one that's like you can be the sweetest peach, but not everybody likes peaches. I like that one. True. Oh, I haven't um, heard that yeah. one. That's a good one. My favorite food one, which is not related to being a likable person, is you can use all the mayonnaise in the world, but you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, so if we're on food ones, mine's always like uh, the one where it's like, you're a pink starburst. Don't let anybody tell me tell you you're a yellow. Mm. And I'm like, that's oh, relatable that's because. <laughs> oh my gosh, Neely, we can't be friends anymore. I'm not a Starburst girl. Sorry. Podcast I, over. All right. Well, that was nice, Smut Show. Okay, sorry. Bye. That's our last episode. All right. Ep- well, last episode of the Smut Show. Um, okay. <laughs> whatever. Okay. All right. Maggie, what does your uh, – I always like asking this question because generally you get, like, great answers. But what does your family think about your books? Do they read them? Like, what's what's the vibe? No. Uh, most of my family <laughs> does not know I write um shut up my, <laughs> my husband knows my husband knows uh, yeah, he does yeah, not I mean, read them like it, it wouldn't be his he doesn't? anyways um no he's like he doesn't read a lot and when he does my like, he's really particular yeah um and you're like but you can learn some tips in here like how does your family <laughs> not know you write i just don't like how do they so i i i already was like self-employed to begin with because when the pandemic happened, there were no curator jobs. So I was already yeah. self-employed. So, and they'd never understood what I did anyways. Cause they were like blogging and Etsy and well, what is that? So they, they don't ask questions. And so when I tried, <laughs> when I started writing, no one had any questions about it. They were just like, Oh, she's doing something <laughs> no weird one. again. Who knows? <laughs> no one had any questions. That's amazing. No. Okay. So they don't know about it. Has any of your family read Has anybody that you know in real life read your books yes so I do have some friends um my two my two oldest friends we've been friends since we were like one of them's we've been friends since we were like three we went to like daycare together my other friend we've been friends since we were like 10 and the three of us have 
just we've been all over the country and everything but we still stay in touch and they came over in the beginning of September and I like finally like copped to the fact that I write books and then I was like okay you can pick one out and I was like telling them what the tropes and stuff were um because they're they're not big readers either and I was like are you sure like you don't have to like read this just you know to make me have bad it doesn't bother me at all if you don't want to read it and my one friend read it and she was like I only really read like motivational books but I like really liked it it was good it was very motivational in a different is a different kind of motivation motivation. she was like but I do have some questions about where your inspiration comes from and I was like we can talk about that later yeah, so, yeah not at this it's always moment. the quiet ones guys it's always i know it ones. is it always is yeah um, in real okay. life and in books truly um so okay so you do fake dating so well uh what yeah. gave you the idea in for like the fake dating with the ex-husband's best friend because like i don't feel like we see that particular brand of fake dating no ever. but i like yeah really liked it i i, I loved it. it yeah oh god um so in the like when I originally wrote that book it was a while ago um and then I picked it back up because I just Alexander's character like would not get out of my head um Mm -hmm. and I just really wanted to write him but originally she was like his agent as well like the the husband wife couple were both like agents with them and whatever and then um and then I was like you know there's like tension here and she wasn't well I should say she wasn't married to his agent they just worked together and she had had like a crush on him or whatever and I was like this tension like there's tension here that I don't know where it's coming from and so like I just kind of ruminated on it and this is gonna sound I I feel crazy when I say this but like then the characters were just like oh well like it's because they were married and he had her first and it just sort of came out like that like that's just how the characters were um yeah so yeah. I just love that dynamic so much in the book. Like I felt like there was so much good tension and so much good yeah. character. Oh. Yeah. I know you really don't see like you see a lot of I mean we've talked uh, about how you just can see fake dating in so many different ways. Um and like sometimes you're like, "All right, we've seen fake dating. We get it. They're fake dating like whatever." That that would never happen. But I felt like it reading pick six I was like okay uh, this one is actually like I could see how that would happen and then you just throw in the whole like I was really uh, towards the end of the book I was like on pins and needles of like what's gonna happen with Drew and that character and like first of all he sucks and it was I was like you I, I wanted more like retribution for him I was like you're the worst um you're but the worst. I, you just never I, the, wor- the worst um you just never see that dynamic and I just thought it was so interesting of like oh no she's been married before and they're best friends I mean I'm sure you do see it but I haven't read a lot of it so I thought it was really good yeah because then he Uh, was like you know Alex was there for like all their holidays and everything else so they had this whole like friendship banter despite everything so yeah yeah I just I added another like great layer to it um, yes. Okay, I'm really excited about this next one. Uh, you are about to come out with, as of recording, it comes out tomorrow. Is that correct? Um, correct. A new book, and it is a hockey romance, but it is a, and I just recently learned, y'all are going to laugh at me, I just recently learned that the order of the letters matters. So it is a male, female, male, male hockey romance. Is it? Can you classify that as a why choose? Yeah, yeah, I 
I do. I had to ask a lot of questions about this before I started doing any sort of marketing. So I was like, do I have this right? Do I have the order right? Like, am I calling it right? So, yes, I was told why choose MFMF because no swords crossed. So, okay, yeah. That, so, so explain that to our listeners. The order, yes. of the letters. So, so I'm probably I'm not the expert on this by far. That's um, okay. But like, okay. if the if the MMs come before the F, that means you have a relationship between the guys in addition mm-hmm. to the relationship they have with her if it's mf mm usually there's like a primary sort of kind of relationship where one of the guys is sort of like the alpha or the you know and then mine there is there's like an alpha whole guy um and then the other two guys but they all only have a relationship with her i love that no swords cross yes and no swords cross in the mm mm <laughs> And M-M-F-M, the sword's M M F M. I was like, somebody explained it as like, if the if the letters are touching, then they touch. But I guess it's not. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like, I don't know. Neely I'm sitting here like, it. I'm learning so much. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have never read a white, white I was about to say wide shoes. We make fun of on the podcast as wide shoes. It is not wide shoes. It is well, they might might have wide shoes, but it is. You know what they say about wide shoes. You know what they say about it. Um, Um, I've never read a wide shoes book. Um, I attempted pucking around like four times. Like I read like the content warnings, and every time I read them, I was like, I can't do it. Like, I was just like, I'm, I can, um, like, I had girlfriends over one night and I read the content warnings aloud to my friends and they were like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, I haven't read it. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I do. Okay. I am going to read it and I am very excited about it. Um, it's not only, I love too, cause I was kind of scrolling your Instagram today. Um, it's why choose, but it's also a dark like romance it's like would you just describe it as dark yeah yeah it's gray I would say um and I will also say I have also never this is I'm gonna reveal myself here I've never read a why choose okay (laughs) Um, okay when I wrote it so because a lot of people have commented on how it's different from other why choose that's why I've never read one so I just I I I have nothing to compare it to yeah yeah and I swore that I would never write one because I was like I don't know how I'm gonna keep all those like limbs straight and everyone like in the right place like I don't know how I'm gonna do it um but then I just anyways we can talk about that but make some graphs (laughs) I was gonna say lots lots of diagrams have been drawn before in reading so yes but to your question it's like I I don't know some people some people have read it said they consider it dark but um I would consider it more like maybe gray dark gray but not like dark not like definitely not pitch black or anything like that so yeah I saw something today that said my favorite color is morally gray and I was like honestly I love that I know you're like Rachel this is for you (laughs) we need we need stickers that say that (laughs) I know. Okay, why did you decide why did we decide to go why choose morally gray? What was the thought process behind that? Again, I don't have a great reason for this. I was very burnt out after I so I wrote Plays and mm. Penalties and then I wrote um the Seattle Phantom series and I had been writing like 90k plus words a month and cuz I'd Holy also shit. written like two um 
like prequel little novellas and stuff in there and some other things. And by the time I did all of that, I was like, I am so burnt out. And I was supposed to write a like sweet Christmas romance that was in the Seattle Phantom world. And I was LOL. like, I cannot do this. I need to do yeah. something like just really different. Um, And the characters in this had been living in my head for like a really long time. Like I said, I originally I wanted to write dark romance. Um, And so these characters mm-hmm. have been in my head for a long time. And so I was like, you know what, like, I'm just going to do something completely different and just kind of like stretch, you know, my, my writing legs and see how it goes. So, um, yeah. And then this wasn't ever supposed to see the light of day, but then my editor and stuff was like, no, I like, I think you could publish it. And so I was like, okay, we'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm, I'm even more excited to read it mainly because (laughs) I love that you were like, I was going to write sweet and fluffy and here we are. And here we are. And here we are. I feel like if I ever actually finish the book I have started 52 times, um, I feel like I would be like, it was supposed to be a cute little romance. And here we are. You really do, though. Like, I mean, you you start writing and you're like, you know what? This is what's coming out right now. And here we are. So and you get these crazy, this crazy shit. I love it. I love it. I can't wait. Okay, so what? Uh, may, maybe it's one of these characters in this um, in this new book coming out. But what is one of your characters? Uh, which one of your characters do you most relate to? Good question. I don't um like Joss and Violet less them as people, but their friendship. Those two friends that I was talking about before. Like I have a friendship with them like that. Um, and so probably like that friendship and that how they interact with each other probably is most yeah. relatable. I love Not that. Not their like so much. bluntness. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I can already tell that I'm going to love Joss's book. Um, yes. Just from pick My- six. I'm like, oh, it's going to be so good. So you, you might have already answered this because you said you really liked um, the off-campus series. But what is one of, was that? What is one of your other favorite sports romance series if you've read? If not, you can just tell us what your favorite of the off-campus books is because I'm curious. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. So here's my other like guilty thing is like I don't normally read a whole series. Um, I pick out the books I like. I, I'm I'm one of those I, people. Okay. I pick out the books I like. No, I I can understand this because Rachel <laughs> yeah. knows I have been known to do the same thing unless it's a series where she you does. like literally have to. Um, yeah. So yeah, right. I read. We talked about this before, and we've had her on the podcast. But I read the playlist by Morgan Elizabeth, which is the fifth book in a series, and I read it first because TikTok fed it to me uh, because it every chapter title was a Taylor Swift song, and I was like, okay, tell me less. Oh, uh, yeah. Money yeah. and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I literally need to know nothing else about this book. And I loved it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to read the rest of the series. And so I did read it. But I have, like, in random series, been like, I read this one. I read this one. Like, just. Yeah. Sometimes you read, a, you read a book accidentally, too, where you don't know that it's a series. And then you're like, oh, there's more books. Like the first time and... I tried to read Play With Me and didn't realize I actually 1,000% yeah. needed to read Consider Me before I read Play With Me. And I was yeah. so confused one chapter in that I gave it up. And then. So many good things about those books. That is that is on my like TBR. I'm if like, you re- excited you to read those. Must. If you take no other recommendations from our podcast, you re- must. read Becca Mack's books. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Carter Beckett is like the else. pinnacle. 
He's the pinnacle. And and then she posted a um a story today of Jackson's book. And I feel like Jackson's gonna be Carter 2.0 anyway. I'm obsessed. You should read them. Okay. Um, okay. So what those are authors that's Becca Mack is somebody we're obsessed with. Who are some authors that have inspired you on your writing journey? Um again, like for advice, like I feel like when you're an author, it kind of falls into like two sections, right? Because like, there's the authors that are like advice. I haven't necessarily read their books, but like Alessandra Torre, Melanie Harlow, um, Enos Johnson, like those, those people. I love I Melanie Harlow's books. Oh my God. I haven't read hers again on my list, but she has some really good ones. I've read a couple. They're yeah. good. Um, Ignite. Like that's been, that's on my list for sure. Cause I've heard lots of good things. Um, and then like authors that like, I just really loved, um, Kylie Scott, like I, everything she puts out, I just love it. I really love Penny Reed, everything she puts out. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, look up to them. And then like, I read a lot of historical romance. So there's a lot of like Sarah McLean and like Tessa Dare. And I just think they're really great at prose. Um, and then, um, this is, this is going to be an off the wall one. And you might've only read her in maybe high school, Edith Wharton. I love her Mm -hmm. so much. She writes, you know, classics and whatever, but I just, the way she writes like friendships and women's experiences and stuff. I just love her. So, but her, yeah. like her romances are more like tragedies than like good stories, but the it's Buccaneers, a- Apple's doing Buccaneers right now and I'm loving it. So listen, we call them love stories. They're not romance novels. They're love stories. Okay. They might end They're tragically. Love stories. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So of those, maybe it's one of those, a book from one of those authors. Maybe it's not, but what is your have to read book that you always tell people about? Oh gosh. Um, play by Kylie Scott. The okay. drummer is like a total golden retriever and like all over the place. And he just I has love the, the wildest personality. Yeah. Y'all. Fun fact about me, when I used to go to concerts, I was always, like, I used to be a big concert girly, like, big concert girly. Always the drummer. Always the drummer. Travis Barker, I'm sorry, would not be my vibe ever, but have you watched him drum? It's like, look up. I mean, they're good with their hands, right? Yes. But, like, first of all, this is me. This is the Travis Barker podcast now. Um, Travis Barker (laughs) almost had like a majority of his body burned in like a really um terrifying like helicopter accident like years ago and wasn't like shouldn't have been able like his hands were burnt like shouldn't have been able to drum again and and here you he watch is. a youtube video of him married drum. to a kardashian i mean listen she's at least like the good kardashian like, yeah if we're ranking true, them true. she's always been my yeah. favorite she's a little crazy yeah. in like a good way yeah. And she pulled, pulled, pulled her baby out of her body. Yeah. Literally. That's crazy. Oh, okay. Um, great. That's so great. So great for us. All right. Um, Maggie, this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast. We do a rapid fire this or that. So we're going to just throw you four questions. You're answering it as soon as as soon as soon it comes to your brain. All right. Neely, you want to uh, go I'll first? I'll start. Uh, okay. Fake dating or enemies to lovers? Enemies to lovers. Right answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when the enemies become lovers. Um, okay. Historical fiction or romanticy? Historical fiction. Okay. All right. Glass of wine on the couch or wine out with girlfriends? Wine out with girlfriends. 
Okay, uh, this is pick your praise. Good girl or look at me? Look at me. Okay, that's surprising. I feel like all I feel like uh, your books are like you use the good girl. Rachel, I'm embarrassed yeah. that we haven't been keeping a tally of this. We really we should. We'll go back and tally. Yeah, like we'll go back and tally. I, look at me as winning. Look at me as winning. But um, yeah. it always surprises me because I feel like good girl. I don't know. Maybe good girl yeah. just does it for me. So good girl is Neely's pick and look at me is mine. And so we kind of have like a, a friendly competition going. I feel like, like good girl funny. is like, you know, that good like encouragement or whatever. But that look at me moment is like, mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, it really does. It hits. It hits different. Okay. Our review of the week um, this week. If this is you, please send us a DM on uh, Instagram. We'll send you a little happy mail. Um, but we love review of the week because it's just like a well, it's a little happy for us. Okay, so uh, this was a an Instagram from Instagram review of the week. Really love your podcast. Okay, okay, sorry, I'm ba- backtracking. She started this DM, and I didn't include it in here, but I should have. But she started this DM with uh, Rachel. I started Ice Planet by Barbarians because of you. And I cut that part out. I shouldn't, but whatever. We're back to it. So she's reading Ice Planet Barbarians, which I love that for us, um, for me in particular. But she said, really love the podcast. You ladies are doing so well. And I love listening to your tangents as I'm prepping dinner or doing things around the house. So that's from Watcher one on Instagram. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But if that is you, please DM us and we'll send you a little happy mail. A little bit. Um, a little bitty bit. Now... It's the fun part of the podcast where you get to whore yourself out and tell everyone where they can find you. I mean, it's all fun, but yeah. <laughs> they can find me at maggierodden.com. And I am, my books are all on Amazon and KU, thankfully, now that I have clicked the button. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah. Um, okay. And okay. you can find the podcast everywhere at Smut Show Podcast. You can find us on Patreon. Uh, we're about to record fun episode yeah on patreon guys so make sure you listen on thursday uh and you can find us on threads we have a facebook group we work a time um and you can find me everywhere at neelykins except tiktok where i am neely moldavan and i haven't posted in so long that it doesn't even matter yeah Just don't even worry about it. TikTok. All right. Uh, You can find me everywhere at Rachel underscore M Lewis. Um, And Maggie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, It was a pleasure talking with you. We can't wait to talk more on our Patreon. Um, And guys, thanks for being here. Bye, guys. Bye.